Hey there, hi there, ho there. We're back a week after recording this podcast to record an intro. Because we forgot and we're so professional. But um, we talked about Spider-Man 2, the rise of Dr. Octagon. <laughs> <laughs> I personally love that movie. It was, um, it was good. I liked it. I can see why people say it's like the best Spider-Man movie to ever be made. I don't know about to ever be made, but in the Tobey Maguire franchise, I would say out of those I would three, say the Tob- second one's my favorite. I would say definitely the Tobey Maguire franchise. But again, we like to the viewers, we haven't seen any of the other Spider-Man movies. But have we in air quotes? <laughs> <laughs> you you can't see the air quotes, but um, I would like to mention that yesterday was our favorite. Tobias Maguire's birthday. Was it? He turned 43. What an angel. I know. Seriously. So happy birthday, Tobias. I'm going to call him Tobias from now on. Happy birthday, my boy (laughs) Pee-Pee. Peter Parker. Yeah, but um, we hope you guys enjoy the podcast. We certainly did. I can't remember what happened in it, but it's pretty good. Just take my word for it. All I can comment on that I do remember because I did edit yesterday. (laughs) We took a quiz. We did take a quiz. We recorded this podcast on the floor. (laughs) Because, um, you know, my spine is just a piece of work. But the audio is a little little iffy. When is it not, though? I mean, this time it's, like, noticeably iffy. (laughs) It's the content that counts. The content that counts, character counts, respect, responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) On to the podcast. Whenever we start a podcast, I really want to start as Jenna and Julian. You know, copyright. I mean, okay, so technically they say dink dink because of the their theme song or whatever. So they're copywriting their... I mean, they probably bought the song, so... They, they have money. They, they do, and we don't. Sorry. We got free, free music. I had a $30 budget, and I used it to buy a new DVD player for this Aww. podcast. But, um... We're back with Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. No, no, no. I don't know the rest. I'm entitled. That, that Asian lady where she's like singing and with the violin. She's my queen. Yeah. She's the only one I care about in this entire That's movie. That's great. Um, this movie, right off the bat, we can tell has a higher budget. Definitely. Okay, so how does this movie even start out? I, I don't even remember. Um... Is he going to college? Something like that? He is in college. It's okay. I think it's important to mention. This movie takes place two years after. Oh, does the it? First okay, one. so. Yeah. Wow, I was really off. I thought it was like a few months after. Mm-mm. I, that's what I thought in the beginning. Because of Aunt May's like, that was years ago or whatever. Okay, because uh, then I was like, why is MJ getting married to this dude? She's only known for a few months, but she's probably known him she for. She hasn't, though. That's the thing. Oh, she's she still, has. She's only been dating for She's time. like, I, I gotta get married. back at Peter, so I'm marrying this guy. Yeah, uh, MJ. Problematic fave. Um, so Peter, I think, does it start out where he's working at that pizza place and he's trying to get that? There? Yeah, that's it. He works at Joe's Pizza. By the way, okay, so um, he's late to work. That's the thing. He's late to work. He gets there and then Joe, what I guess it's Joe. His name is Enrique. Okay, you know, Enrique. <laughs> Whatever. So Enrique is like, okay, you don't get this under 30 minutes. Delivers under 30 minutes. You are going to be fired. 
So Peter, for some reason, just like gets on his little scooter thing and he's like, or his bike, whatever. The moped. The moped. And he's like, I'm going to deliver these pizzas. Like a normal person. Boy, you got spider power. You got, you're Spider-Man. Just like use your you spider. get those Zaws to the place. Yeah. So why couldn't he just like use his fire powers? Well, listen, he does. Like he runs into that alley. Yeah. Remember? And then that this guy sees him and it's like, yo, Spider-Man just took that dude's pizza. Oh and my I'm gosh. Like, <laughs> logically, would you not think, oh, that dude's Spider-Man. No, yeah, Spider-Man but, just took that dude's pizza. But how can he, why didn't he just do it from the beginning? So he probably wouldn't have been late. I don't know. And then he tries to tell these kids to get out of the street. The street. By the way, those kids were dumb. <laughs> yeah, saying. I'm like, boy. And <laughs> I just didn't understand. Okay, so he delivers them to what looks like this apartment complex mm-hmm. building thing. Also, something I noticed about this movie, there's a lot of elevator music scenes. Yeah. For, like, comedic effect because he's walking out of this custodial closet. I thought that scene went on a little too long. It was a little long, but it was still funny. Yeah. Like, I could see what they were trying to do. Like, I yeah. imagine if I was in a theater seeing this for the first time ever back in 2004, I probably would have chuckled. It was... Have you seen Zootopia? No. Okay, so there's a scene, and you know, everybody's like an animal. And so, of course, the sloth works at the DMV. Oh, my God. And he's super slow. And I'm telling you, it was supposed to be funny, but that scene was so freaking long. It was like... Of course, it was supposed to be slow and long, but it was just so boring. And I was like, can we get on with this? I don't want... I thought it was a little long, but there is a scene I did appreciate. I'll say it in a second. But... He's trying to get the mobs back in. You you can imagine. Yeah. And what I never understood is, why didn't you just take the pizzas in as Spider-Man? I don't know. Because you could have been like... I, I'm it's just a costume. And also... Or you... It's Spider-Man. Spider-Man works... He's, he's the, people's pe- the people's person. I don't know what they call him. But, like, he's the amazing Spider-Man. He could have just been like, I'm delivering pizzas for the day. I'm just doing a nice deed. Mm-hmm. And they would have been like, oh, okay... But instead, he spends forever at this stupid closet and makes himself, I think, five minutes late. Yeah. And the lady's like, I'm not paying for this. Also, how did he get in the closet? He had to go through the front door somehow. So did he, like, go past the lady into the closet and just... I have no idea. Yeah. Whatever. I thought it was cool. But the whole... I think the whole first half of this... This is a very long movie, is what I need to say. It's two hours long. Although I was like, it was a very good movie. It was in comparison to the first one. This is one of the few instances where I think I like the second movie more than the first mm-hmm. because the budget automatically better. Not saying budget makes movies better, but it who knows yeah. a lot of times. But the whole first half of the movie, he's struggling with balancing his new superhero life with his ordinary Peter Parker life. Why didn't he figure that out like two years ago? I don't know. Because it's, it's, has it taken him two years to try to figure this out? Well, this is what's going on, right? He's in college. Yeah. He's trying to keep his grades up. He's trying to work a job so he can afford rent to live in the city. He In the world's worst apartment. But the, oh, my God. And I have things to say about this apartment, but I'll mm-hmm. keep I'll I know. Them. I have notes about this apartment. <laughs> I'll say them. And he's also trying to protect New York. And I'm just like, listen, you got to prioritize, my dude. So... The whole time that he's struggling, like, his landlord, I guess, is always like, where's the rent, Parker? Where's the rent? And he's like, I'll get it to you. I'm behind. Uh, and then he's also trying to take pictures from the newspaper, and he's asking for advances. He's basically just late for everything, mm-hmm. which is not a Spider-Man problem. That's just a Peter Parker problem. That's just problem. a Peter problem. Like, he was late 
in the first movie for everything. And I'm just like, I wanted to just grab him and be like, get it together. Get an alarm clock. I, literally, I wanted to tell him, move out of that apartment, move back with Aunt May. Seriously. And commute. Yeah, and why... Okay, so Peter, like, is a very smart boy. He, in, like, some of the movies... I don't think in this movie he, like, invents things as he does in, like, Amazing Spider-Man and Homecoming. But, you know, let's put some of that Peter Parker in there and make him a, like, make himself an alarm clock. He ha- I mean, in the Amazing Spider-Man, he makes himself a door lock. Like, that does it automatically. Like, why can't he just make himself an alarm clock? Something that I didn't understand. So, in the last movie, Peter and Harry Osborne, BFFs of the year. Hey, I haven't watched the last movie yet. Oh, my goodness. Taylor. They're living together. And at the beginning... Oh, you're talking about Spider-Man 3 or... One. One. Well, you should have just said Spider-Man because I thought you meant last movie as in Spider-Man 3. (laughs) (laughs) They're living together in the summertime. And then they're not. And I'm like, did Harry even go to college? Or did he just go straight into his I think company? something happened between Harry and Peter because of MJ. I know, like, Harry was mad that MJ liked Peter. He's like, ooh. You know what I think it is? I think it's because Peter feels guilty about Norman's death. And he knew... Well, maybe it's because Harry will somehow find out when, like, Peter's gone at night. And he's, like, around the same time Peter, uh, Spider-Man's out. So he'll probably make that correlation. So Peter probably thought it's better to live by himself so he can, like, work on his own time and not have to, like, hide from anybody um, more than he already is. Something that I have, just, these are all aesthetics. I'm sorry. I'm kind of tired. <laughs> it says, my notes literally say, everyone's an idiot. He stole that That's guy's true. pizza. Like, no one understands what that's ha- I don't understand how you would not know. That Peter Parker is Spider-Man. It's the it's same. Obvious. It's the same issue when Doctor Octopus, the main villain, he kidnaps Aunt May, and Peter starts talking to Aunt May through Spider-Man. And I'm like, how could you not tell that is your nephew? He sounds I'm exactly. How could you not tell that's your grandson? Oh, <laughs> but like he sounds exactly the same. Yeah. And it's the same problem with MJ. Um. Something about MJ that I noticed right off the bat, they toned her hair color down. That's good. So much. And I'm really happy about it because the first movie is the second movie. The second movie is where she has this like gig in a Broadway yeah. or like off Broadway, whatever. She's starting to work in acting, which is what she's wanted to do forever, which I don't know how. Like, okay, so there's a scene where Peter's walking down this street or whatever and it's plastered. With Mary Jane's face. Like, all over the street. For her part in this play, which it's, I think, something like Ernest or something. The importance of being Ernest or something like that. And I don't even know how she got that gig. Because every time she looks in the audience and sees Peter or doesn't see Peter or whatever. She, she messes like, up. She, like, messes up. I'm like, yeah, I, would, if, if this was real, you would have gotten fired. I said in my notes, how did MJ get this acting job with, like, no experience? Yeah. I mean, maybe somewhere in the two years she got some experience. But, um... Yeah, and when I first saw... Wow, that was loud. Who was slamming against the wall? I don't know. But when I first saw um, her billboard, which is, like, one of the very first things you see about MJ in this movie, I immediately thought it was, like, a perfume ad. Because it looked so much like a perfume ad. It was just so simple. It didn't look like a Broadway billboard or anything. And then I, like, realized, oh, she's an actor. 
cheap accent Broadway yeah. or whatever this is. I don't, I don't even Broadway. know if it's Broadway. It's not Broadway. Because in the first season, she talks about auditioning and they're telling her you need acting lessons. Mm-hmm. Which, the it, thing is, is they don't even really show the girl act that much. No. And then the the play looks so boring, by the way. I'm, like, sitting there. And the, the two minutes we're sitting there and we're just like, ugh, really? But Peter kind of wrecks it with, okay, so he says he's going to go see her in the play. He's late, of course, because when is he not? Mm-hmm. And he does, he's not allowed to get in. Mary Jane's upset. And she's like, you know, Peter, I'm seeing someone. Okay. She's like, F off. Yeah. It, so what I don't understand is why Peter, okay, so obviously there was this huge, like, crash or something outside the play and even though spider-man was there couldn't peter just say like sorry there was a crash i couldn't like get into the theater like i was late couldn't he just say that but of course mj was like i have a boyfriend like i don't need you and peter's probably there like okay like who is the boyfriend none other than peter's newspaper boss's son son. who's also an astronaut the first guy to play football on the moon okay i was like how did they meet I don't know. I have no clue. Maybe through, like, I don't know. Maybe through Tinder. I don't know. But I just thought that was weird. But the way she talks about him, it seems they've only been going out for a little bit. Because she's like, I'm seeing someone. She doesn't even say I have a boyfriend. She says, I'm seeing someone. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, I think I like him. And then two minutes later, she's getting proposed to. What I find, okay, so when it comes with the proposal thing... I kind of see this as, um, I don't even know what his name is, the boyfriend's fault. John. John. So, John proposes to her at this party, and with so many people around, how could she not say, like, no? I would have been like, we're not doing this here. Or how could she not say, I don't know. But she, and then he's like, I, I want everybody to know that Mary J. Watson just said, yes, uh, just said yes to marry me. And then Mary Jane looks so uncomfortable, she's just like... I guess I'm getting married. I guess I'm marrying this guy I've known for two minutes. Seriously. And because earlier scenes, like you said, she only said, I think I like him. The way she talks about him, it seems like they've only been together for a couple months. It's like... If that long. It's like that Ariana Grande and whatever his name is, they got engaged. They got engaged after like two weeks. That's weird. Like, all... I'm sorry, but that is just so unrealistic. That's just weird to me. And people are like, just be happy for them. Like, I can't when I'm freaking out for them. You can tell that Mary Jane has a type. Mm-hmm. Like, in terms of looks. Because the guy that she's engaged to... I'm not saying he looks exactly like Peter, but they have Sim- a similar look, similar features. They're kind of nerds in their own way. Yeah. Oh, the re- the recreation. Recreation? Rec- whatever. Of the kiss from the first movie. Recreate. Recreation. Right? Recreation, yeah. It, she was like, your head back? she's just like, I need to know something. Like, what do you need to know? That he's like, Spider Man? No, like. Or that she knows what she. Do you know what scene I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what scene you're talking about. Where her, like, I must say her husband, they're not married. Her fiance is like laying on that couch and she's like, tilt your head back. 
Yeah, and then they kiss. It was so gross, by the way. Ew. And all these kisses in these movies are so disgusting. Okay, They're I so swear sloppy. they turn up like the sound for these kisses because the sounds that are made. Oh, they're. It's like the opposite of ASMR. It's just disgusting. It's just a lot of smack. Because Peter, oh, because Peter and MJ's kiss at the end of the movie. It's just... The, it's a little nasty. The one in the first movie at the end was okay, and then this one's just nasty. It's, this, it's the sounds and the way yeah. their mouths look bothers mm-hmm. me. That's just, you know... I just don't know. Speaking of to touch back on, I don't even know. I'm going to have to edit a lot, because whenever I have to do two in one day, I feel like my brain is just like... Like, like that. Well, we won't be on the schedule for much longer. Thank so. God. But the elevator scene, how second there's a lot of elevator comedy. Mm-hmm. There's this scene where he's in the elevator going down, I guess. And it's with... I thought it was her fiancé at first, but that's, it's a random guy. Yeah. And he's like, cool Spider-Man costume. And he's like, thanks. Like, could you not just tell that was Spider-Man? It's like, where, where'd you get it? Like, like I, I, I made, made it. it. He's like, looks uncomfortable. It's kind of itchy. Like, I'm like... Could you not tell... How many other Spider-Mans are roaming around the city with a suit like that? Seriously. Like, you don't see any. I'm like, I don't know. I'd be taking pictures. Yeah. But... Sell them to the Daily Bugle. Something else that's a trend in this movie are shots where people run straight up to the camera. Mm. I don't know if you noticed that. I, I think I... Yeah. But there's a lot of shots... Where someone runs straight at the camera and is like screaming. Mm hmm. So, yeah, maybe it's just the effect of seeing people be scared more. I don't um, know, I didn't like it. So, one thing I noticed in this movie is when, so Aunt May, she's living on her own. She can't really provide for herself. So, she's trying to like, um, she's trying to get that free toaster at the <laughs> at the bank. That broke my heart. I know. They said she couldn't have that toaster. I was like, Peter, just move in with her and just provide for her. Seriously. So, what? So this is after Doctor Octopus is revealed, and so he wants to steal all this money, and this whole scene is just messed up in so many ways. So apparently, there's just a, a vault. In the middle of the bank where everybody can see it. There's just money kept in there. Like, isn't that supposed to be stored, like, in the way back of the and bank? And the money is in money bags. And the money is gold coins. I was like, what are these Chuck E. Cheese tokens? And then Peter, I get that Peter is fireman. He doesn't want Aunt May to know. But he just left his aunt there. Mm-hmm. And and the banker's just like, some hero of a son you have. I'm like, huh, how funny, because he's actually a hero. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't know. I was like, and Aunt May was like, Peter, don't leave me. I was like, oh, Aunt May. I was like, just let her die. No, <laughs> but um, I just thought, and the banker guy's like trying to take the Chuck E. Cheese tokens on the ground, yeah. and Aunt May's like, stop it, stop it. I would have been scraping that money up. Aunt May is just, it's a treat but in she, this movie. She's struggling with. Everything basically. I love how when they're on top of the building or whatever, and she like hits Doctor Octopus with her cane. It's so funny. Let me just sit in this awkward angle. It's okay. For the remainder of the because you have to sit on the floor. Um, listen, if anyone's a chiropractor out there and wants to hook a sister up, be on the podcast. Please, please tell me what I need to do for my spine to not feel like trash. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh, my God. So, speaking of Dr. Octopus, because we never really even explained who he is. I don't even think I remember. He's, he's some guy, Dr. Octavius something. Octavius. It was. It started with an uh, O, and then his last name started with an Octavius. Oct- uh, I don't remember. Whatever. I don't know. It's not important. But, um, basically... He is a friend of Peter's professor who, Peter's professor's like, where are you going, son? He's like, on my way to your class. Bruh, my class ended already. <laughs> He's like, get your grades together, boy. By the way, professors don't really care that much. Still. They really don't. If you're failing, they're like, oh, see ya. But, yeah, but Peter wants to write a paper about this guy. Yeah, who happens to be the friend of his professor. And Harry, Peter's tension best friend, I don't know, they have a lot of issues. Yeah. Is like, oh, he works at Oscorp. Like, we're funding his project. I can set you up with an interview. Yeah. Okay, by the way, speaking of Harry, this will be really quick. Why is he, like, he's, like, the lead of something there. He's head of, I don't know, he's head of something. I'm like, this kid has only been here for two years. And just because he's the son's, or he's the son of the former boss, like, makes him the head of something there. Like, how much experience does this kid have? None. Literally, yeah, because he makes an investment that's just not very good. But basically, Peter gets in to talk to this guy, and it's weird because at first the guy's like, "I don't have time to talk to you, boy," mm-hmm. and then like they're having dinner together with the man's but, wife. But of course, Peter like uses his brain and like starts talking about all the science. And he's like, "I guess I can talk to this kid." I said this before, and I'll say it again. I don't think Peter's that smart. He's supposed to be really smart in the movies, but just not this. They don't show it, like, though. Like, the, yeah. I'm talking about how he's a genius, and I'm like... Well, except for that part at college where he, like, leaves the Spider-Man persona, and then he's, like, doing really good in college, and then he answers the question. And I'm like, nerd. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm the kid in the back that's like, God, I freaking hate that yeah. guy. But Nobody else can answer our question. He turns in this paper latest... I if he turns it in he's like i'm working on a paper on dr octavius whatever like a month late dr octavius octagon whatever his <laughs> name is and the professor's like get it in peter and i'm like did he ever turn the paper in maybe i don't know maybe he didn't want to write it after he still wrote it after he's he, he's his nemesis yeah he's like freaking hate this guy citation <laughs> he sucks yeah quotation mark so basically the whole deal with dr octopus is that he's created this kind of i don't even know i don't understand like, the portal okay, thing they're supposed to be like octopus tentacles and they're like i don't even know what it, it is. goes up his spine and there's this little chip thing that's in his like Cerebellum. I know that cerebellum. Cerebral cortex. I don't know. And basically, what he thinks the arms can move or whatever. Without them control, because they're so powerful that if he didn't have that chip, it would they would control his brain. Mm -hmm. And then there's like some type of portal thing. I don't understand the portal. I don't either. But there, the whole thing is, is Peter's like, oh my god, you miscalculated. You're gonna blow up New York, and. I honestly, if someone can explain to me what that portal does, because I still don't understand. Mm-hmm. I feel like they didn't do a good job I, explaining that. Like, at the end of the movie, they, it showed that it was, like, sucking in, like, everything from New York. That's the whole thing when it comes to, like, science and superhero movies. I never know what's going on. Listen, I'm an idiot when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, that's why I just like the Joker, because he's just there. <laughs> he just want, he just wants to see the world burn. He's just giggling that day. Yeah. But... 
There's no science. I, I don't understand the portal. It just sucks everything into it, and I'm like, okay, what what is the point? I get the arms thing, kind of, but I don't know. But basically, they're at this convention. He's showing off his new invention. There's all these, like, rich investor people there, and it goes awry, obviously. Mm-hmm. And his wife dies. Poor Rosie. She got, like, glass in the eye. And Ugh. It was, then, it was nasty. Like, the glass was, like, coming to her through the camera. I was like, ooh. There's a lot of scenes or things are too close to people's faces, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. But then when they show her, like, um, near the ambulance, and she's dead, and they're covering her face, there was no sign on her face showing that she had glass in the face. It was like she was perfectly normal. Maybe they picked it out. Yeah, but they cleaned up all the blood, so there was no cut. Ew. But then... <laughs> Me, a, me, a surgeon. Ew, ew. <laughs> um, I don't know about this. Me, I don't want to do this. Can somebody else? Can you? Can the intern do it? Me, like touching a body. Ew, <laughs> gross. That's icky. <laughs> but the guy dies, quote unquote, or so we think. Mm-hmm. And then he wakes up during the autopsy, kills all these doctors doing it. Oh, I forgot about that. Maybe my DVD player was just not working. Skipped over that part. Well, I saw it. There's some man. There's a, a chainsaw. Oh, I know what you're talking. Or no, in the room. Was it the autopsy, autopsy or was he, they just doing surgery on it's him? It's an autopsy. Oh. Because he comes I just, out. See, of course, I wasn't paying attention. I mean, I thought he was dead. I don't know. I just remember, I remember the surgery part now or whatever it was, and they were trying to get the tentacles or whatever off of him, and they were like, no. There were slap. T- two um, body bags. Oh. In that scene. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought he was dead. But... He comes back to life, quote-unquote, but the little chip thing isn't mm. there anymore because they've taken it out. They're removing stuff. And he goes nuts and kills everybody, but he's desperate to get money from Harry so that he can fix his invention or something. bunch of science stuff I don't yeah. understand. And Harry's like, I'll do it, but you have to bring Spider-Man to me. Talk bring to him Peter. alive. Talk to Peter. He knows him. And it's like, okay. But don't hurt Peter. And I'm like, you're all idiots. He says it, like, right when he's leaving. He's like, I guess don't hurt Peter. He's like, don't hurt my boy. My boy. Even though we don't really talk my that boy, much. My boy, Pete, Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I'm like, ew, 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 ew. That's how I felt the whole time. Also, talk about this in podcast numero uno, if you don't remember. Oversimplification of women. Yeah. Dr. Obtuse Angle. Talks to um, Peter and is like, the way to a woman's heart is poetry. And then Peter is like reading poetry aloud in the laundry. And Peter's not really looking to get Mary Jane's affection. He's trying to avoid her because he doesn't want her to get hurt. So why is he reading poetry? He's not trying to win MJ. Because if he could have MJ, he could have her. She wants him. This is what I think, right? He knows he can't be with her or shouldn't be with her for mm-hmm. her own safety. But he doesn't want her to be with anyone else. He wants Dang. her to stay pining for him 24-7. Wow, And he's Peter. trying to, like, reconcile everything. Because after he missed her show, mm-hmm. she's livid. She's, you know, Harry's seen me twice. And John's seen the play six times. Even Aunt, Aunt May's, May's seen it. it. And all this stuff. And she's mad. And I mean, rightfully so. Yeah. Like, if you say you're going to be somewhere, be there. Um, because he's putting his Spider-Man responsibility over everything else. Keep in mind, she doesn't even know he's Spider-Man at this point. Mm. 
he starts reading poetry to her, and she's like, shut up, Peter. Just shut the heck up. I don't care about your stupid poetry. Keep and the T.S. Like, Eliot. And it was kind of sad. I was, and I was like, like, oh, baby boy. Yeah. I was going to mention something, but I forgot. I'll refer to your list. I'll refer to my list, even though it's probably not on here. Um... Oh, what was the deal with that girl in who was like making the chocolate cake in the apartment? It's on my list. Did y'all hear that like huge suck nose appeal I did? Because I was gonna talk about that too. <laughs> because okay, so, so Peter's landlord has this daughter, and t- correct me if I'm wrong, right? Mm-hmm. They're in the kitchen, and that's the first time we see them. And she's cooking something. She's like, hi, Pete. And she almost burns the whole freaking apartment yeah. down. But I thought that they were foreign. I thought they were, too. Because in the beginning, it sounds like she has a little bit of an accent. But later on, when they're having chocolate cake together, so there's no accent. What was the whole point of this chocolate cake scene? Because I thought they were going to, like, hook I thought up. they were going to get together. Like, yeah. I, I, I uh, shipped them. I was like, I know. forget Mary Jane. This girl's here. She lives in the same Mary Jane over here, wishy-washy. And if mm. you get in the good graces of um, landlord's daughter, maybe he'll cut you a break on that mm-hmm. rent. Not saying you should use people for that, but still. Yeah. But I'm like, why not just date her? So what was the whole point of that chocolate cake scene? I don't know. I think she. I think she was flirting a little bit. Cause I feel like it just didn't do anything for the plot. She likes him. Yeah. So. Oh my god! I'm sorry. One one thing about this apartment that I found interesting, this apartment building, is that everybody has to share a restroom. That's weird. That is weird. It's very college dorm. Because the landlord went in there and he was like asking Peter for the money for his rent, mm-hmm. like when he was going in the bathroom. I was like. So everybody shares a, shares a bathroom and a shower. This is really odd. Is it? Is there only one? <laughs> I don't know. Are there apartments actually up like this? Probably. Ugh, that's so creepy. But something that I want to say, touching on the apartment thing as well, there's this shot where he's getting ready to go see Mary Jane's play, and you see inside his closet. He only has, he only has the Spider-Man suit. And, like, a tuxedo. So, what... Oh, is it... I think it's because he always ruins... He doesn't know how to do laundry. He only... He always makes everything red and blue. That... And... I'm like, this is what I have an issue with. So, he wears the Spider-Man suit underneath his clothes. And... His normal clothes. And then he, like... When he is Spider-Man, he, like, sheds the normal clothes. Just random parts around the city. I'm like, do you go back and collect them? I don't know. He probably spends all his money on clothes. Because I know in Spider-Man Homecoming, he takes like all his clothes and he leaves them in his backpack in the dumpster somewhere but then he loses the backpack like somebody steals it <laughs> and, he, and he asks Aunt May I need another backpack she's like you're always losing your backpacks oh my god you know how expensive backpacks can be get those you know how expensive my Herschel is $80 dang but I'm using it all four years of college so the breakdown is $20 a year I'm That's okay true. with it but that movie this is off topic. I love the um, Hello Kitty pajama pants. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a look. I'd be that Peter's, Halloween. When Tony took his suit away, he's like, "I don't have clothes. We can we can work that out." And I like cried. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but um, hold on, I'm just taking a peek at my list really quick. Okay. Um, back with quotes that are supposed to shake your boy Peter up. Mm-hmm. This is from uh, Doctor Octagonal. Okay. <laughs> it says, intelligence is not a privilege. It's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift, everybody. You're right. So I want to talk about the train scene. It's such a cool scene, like when he's fighting Dr. Octopus. Oh, yeah. 
That was such a cool scene. I loved it. Are you talking about the one where he's like exposed? Exposed. I just love it. His face when he's like trying to pull this train back. It's so ugly. It, <laughs> Sorry, zoom into it. I'm sorry, Tobias. I thought that the word that came to my mind when I saw his face when they zoomed in was constipated. <laughs> <laughs> So funny. His like, face is so like, red. Like, how can Toby O'Brien like allow this? To is happen? this thing to buy? Can you look that up? I will think it is. is. Tobias. Tobias. I just want to know. Um, but anyways, I thought it was really cool because it really showed like they did the the angel kind of uh, pose where they everybody lifts. Um, I almost said Toby <laughs> lifts Peter back and they set him down. Like, wow, what an angel! And I'm like. Hold on, I'm gonna talk. About His that. name is actually Tobias. <laughs> Tobias. <laughs> Tobias Vincent McGuire. <laughs> hey Tobias, hit me up. <laughs> You're like 42. <laughs> but um, no, like that train thing. He's basically, if you haven't seen the movie, he's trying to stop this train from like falling off the rails, and it's like really difficult and hard. And they do something similar in Homecoming, with like the, you know what I'm talking the about? train, not the train, the but, like the ship boat. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say so. Um. The train scene, where was this train going to turn around? I don't know. Like, it just, it makes no sense. But he's trying to stop it from going off, and then he does, and he's about to fall off into, like, the ocean, and all these, like, hands are, like, groping on him, and I'm like, <laughs> I was like, that's sexual assault, I think. But they, what you're talking about, they, like, pass him back, and he's on the ground, sans mask, like, no mask on. Yeah. And, like, he's just a kid. No older than my son. He didn't look like a kid though. He's like he, twenty-eight, he, he's thirty or something like that. He's literally twenty-eight in that movie. But um, these kids are like, "Don't worry, we won't tell nobody." Like, yeah, right. But at the same time, how is does Peter expect like all these people to know who he is? Yeah. Like, even if they saw who he is, nobody's gonna be like, "Oh, this kid, he looked like this, this, and this." Except for dreadlock guy. Yeah. Because they're tight, they cool like that. Yeah. But I'm just like, they probably don't even know you, son. Just, like, forget about it. And the kids are like, we found this back there. I'm like, that thing flew off in the middle of New York. Where did you find that? They went scuba diving in the ocean. Did you you catch the train just to get... Were you willing to die just to give me my mask? Those kids had the most redneck haircuts I've ever seen. They were very redneck, actually. We didn't have nobody, Peter. So why were they in the... I mean, I guess they were... Maybe they were visiting. tourists. Wow, we almost died on train and met Spider-Man. They just moved from Louisiana to New York. Some of the way my notes are are really funny. It says, why doesn't he date the rent girl? Question mark, question mark. She has cake and almost burnt her house down trying to say hi. That chocolate cake looked good. I was like, I put Aunt May was kind of cold when Peter told her the truth about Mm -hmm. Uncle Ben. Which I was surprised by. I know, because I always pictured Aunt May as this forgiving woman. And then he went to grab her hand. He's like, I'm very sorry. And she, like, pulls away. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. I get that you can, like, you can be upset. but She gets up, walks up. And it's a long scene, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't just cut away. Like, she walks up the stairs, and you can hear the door slam. I'm like, yeah, Dang. it was really sad. I mean, it was really well done and very emotional. But, yeah, Aunt May was a little cold. Mm-hmm. And then... After that, it's like she has a different relationship with Peter because mm-hmm. she decides that she's going to move out of the house because she can't afford it anymore. Mm-hmm. And she's going to move into like an apartment or something. And she's giving away Peter's stuff. And this little boy on the street named Harry, I think, 
Yeah, something like, like that. Hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. And then he's like, hey, Harry, what's up, fam? <laughs> <laughs> and Harry's like, become the new Peter. Yeah, and he's like, Harry, help me oh, because you're not around anymore. Because you suck. You're I a mean, terrible grandson. <laughs> grandson, you mean no? <laughs> no, grandson. Okay. Well, why doesn't Peter just move back in with AMA? I don't understand. This poor woman is living by herself, cannot provide for herself. And I know Peter can't and do the same. And he can't either. Like, he can't like, provide for himself. But, like, together, they can do anything. They can pull it together. She could be his psychic. <laughs> you know, just Spider-Man. The incredible and the AMA. old bat. The old... <laughs> oh, that's horrible. But, um, literally... <laughs> I'm going straight. You know what? I'm just going to stop. But, um, I can't even deal with it anymore. (laughs) I can't even. What are some of your notes? Um, well, one I'm saving for the end because I I just can't get into it. But, touching back on our girl, Mary Jane Watson. Oh, but MJ. Mary Trash Jane Watson. (laughs) She is like, Peter, I want to be with you. I mean you. And then <laughs> Girl, it's been two years. You are she, not Peter. Don't hold a grudge against she everything. Ripped snatched by this octopus guy. Again, looking like a piece of ramen noodles, flailing around everywhere, <laughs> screaming. And she's in this building or whatever, and it's falling apart because Dr. Octagon, whatever. I keep calling him Octagon. Is it Octagon? <laughs> it's octopus. Whatever. Because he has tentacles. Dr. Octagon. <laughs> Whatever his name is, he's good now and is like, I'll destroy it. I'll go down a hero. Like, how's this? Because he can somehow control his tentacles now. I think it's because he landed in the water mm. and, and that affected it. S- circuit went out or something. Yeah. And then Peter's like electrocuting him basically. But this building is crumbling. And MJ's like, help. Yeah. And help. Peter is holding up this fat freaking wall, like about to die so that MJ doesn't get crushed. And she's not like moving or anything. And he's like, Hi. She's like, hey. Why does... Okay, I noticed... And says, this is really heavy. <laughs> I noticed that in every superhero movie, this happens... In almost every single one of them, when the damsel is in distress or whatever, and the superhero comes, they always say hi to each other. Because I watched... I, they did that in The Incredible Hulk, and I was like, um, which, by the way, wasn't that good of a movie, but okay. I'm like, boy, if you don't tell her to get out from underneath that log and run. It's like they need to say hi to each other. Like, they need consent. It's to be cute, and I'm like, stop. Like, this, this isn't, isn't realistic. Yeah. Wow. Can you tell them I'm hungry? I heard that. But, um, yeah, so he's, like, holding this wall up, and she's laying under some log or something, and they're just... It's at least 20 seconds of them just looking at each other. And, like, MJ knows that Peter's Spider-Man at this mm-hmm. point. And I'm like, Think- it's about time. Yeah, but still, she... Wants to get married. She's still getting married mm-hmm. to John, whatever. They're laying on this fat spider web after he saved her. And he's basically explaining, like, I can't be with you. Because if something happened to you, I'd never be able to forgive myself. Because I still can't forgive myself after Uncle Ben. It's my fault. With Grandpa, <laughs> Grandpa, baby. <laughs> he like, Grandpa, Ben. her down on top of this roof and then John, her John. fiance is basically Spider-Man. Did you see him jump over that like big like yeah. gap as a ding my boy? And he runs up those stairs and he's like. <laughs> Why is John even there? I don't even know. He's God. an astronaut, a police God officer. God only knows. No. 
But he like takes her and it's wedding day. Her dress is ugly. And it's 2004. Maybe that was the style. I don't know. I think it was this. But yeah, like they're about to get married. Mary Jane looks miserable. And she's like, girl, I can't do this. She's like, I can't do it. Who did she send out with the note? Um, I think one of her bridesmaids or yeah, something like that. Well, basically, she leaves him at the altar. But all, okay, did you notice that all the bridesmaids are wearing black? So, I didn't know it was beautiful. Our love is dead. Everything's overdrawn. Mm-hmm. Oh, me taking off that print. Her, did I see her ring? Mm-hmm. That was a honker. It was huge. Yeah. Especially Just for someone whose dad is like stingy as crap. True. And the dad during the movie, he's, this cracked me up. Yeah. He said, call Deborah. It's like, and the wife's looking at him like, what? What do you Can tell her not to open the caviar? <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah. my god, that was funny. He's probably the best part of all these movies. He's, he's my hero. Mm-hmm. Not all heroes wear capes, but they True. do smoke cigars. Hey, Spider-Man doesn't wear a cape. Listen, not all heroes shoot webs. Not all heroes wear headscarves. <laughs> <laughs> but um, basically, something that I thought was a little bit funny. She runs to see her boy Peter at the window. He's probably thinking about that apartment girl thing about asking her out. And she's like, I'm going to be with you. I don't care. I don't give a heck if you're Spider-Man. I don't give a heck. And then he's like, and then that, My guess. that nasty, sloppy Joe kiss is gross. And he hears crime in the streets. And he has to go save everyone. And, and she's like, go, Peter. No, that's not the line. I wrote this much. Well, I knew that wasn't the line. Are you ready for the line? Okay. Go get him, tiger. That's right (laughs) along with, you better hold on, spider Spider monkey. Remember the so, a my remember the Twilight podcast. It's so I mean you should because there's like 42 plays on it. It's uncharacteristic to listen to in comparison to the rest of the podcast. But ew, go get him tight. And I'm like he's literally Spider Man. Just call him Spidey. Go get him Spidey. And then me because whenever I watch something, I become addicted. Like mm-hmm. even if I don't like it, I started watching clips from the Amazing Spider Man with um, Andrew Garfield. Love of my life. And uh, he has this scene with Gwen Stacy where she's like, hold on, bug boy. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I'm going to vomit. Like, I wish you could see my... I wish y'all could have seen my face while watching this. I should have, like, took pictures. We should do reactions. We're going to make a react channel, guys. We'll get sued by the fine brother. True. Anyways, yeah, the... And <laughs> the kissing scene, oh, the kissing scenes really bother me. They're so disgusting. You know what I thought was weird? When he was saving um, the little girl that's crying in the burning building, mm-hmm. which they have a thing with burning buildings, like Marvel and burning buildings yeah. and saving children. He does it in the first movie. Mm-hmm. He saves um, this baby. This time he's saving this, like, toddler girl. Yeah. And this is after he's kind of given up being Spider-Man, but he feels like he has to. And he goes in there, saves this little girl who, um, like, I mean, they both almost die. He's not suspicious of the crying because in the first movie, Green Goblin, like, fake cries. And he almost dies in the building. And I'm like, oh, you're not suspicious anymore? Yeah. I thought that was odd. Well, I thought what's funny that she was, like, helping him up, and I thought it was so cute. And, um... Uh, I really like that scene because it shows that Peter Parker really is Spider-Man. It's not, like, intercha- interchangeable. Like, Peter Parker is a hero. 
We love vulnerability. Yes. I thought, I don't know, I, I really like the second movie. In comparison to the first one, I, I prefer the second movie. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. Because it really shows the her, heroism. Heroism? Heroism. Wow. Heroin? Heroin. It really shows the heroin of... No, it really shows how much Peter has grown as a hero, even mm-hmm. though he lost his powers. But it shows that he has grown, not Spider-Man. I didn't understand that. I think it was because he had... Okay, so here's the cliche part. I think it was because MJ, he didn't have to save MJ anymore, so he had no motivation to be Spider-Man. That's so dumb. Yeah, so... I thought it was because he was spreading himself too thin and was tired. No, I think it was because of MJ, which kind of made it more cliche. Because I would have liked yours more, like your theory more, but I think it was really because of MJ. Because I looked it up, and that's what everybody... I wanted to be his personal assistant this entire movie because I was like, let me task manage you because yeah, you get your life don't together. have it together. I mean, I don't have it together either, but I feel like I can tell other people what mm-hmm. to do. Um, I want to see if there's a quiz for a Spider-Man quiz. 2. Spider-Man 2? So wow. we're going to take a brief intermission. So see you in a sec. We found a queasy-weezy. By Diamond Jim 68. 68. Shout out to Diamond Jim. A Prince of a Man. This is on funtrivia.com. Uh, apparently, the average score for this quiz is a 7 out of 10. Wow. Watch us get 10 out of 10. Boy, I'm going to ace this. Yes. Okay. So, number one. Why was Peter fired from his job at the pizza parlor? He stole a pizza from a pass- passerby. Passer- <laughs> what? Passerby. Passerby. I don't know why that... It's like a really weird word to me. He was taking too many days off. He had a conflict with a coworker, or he was late in making delivery. Uh, well, we basically talked about this for like ten minutes. Yeah, but he was late. He was late. Your what? boy doesn't have an alarm clock. He doesn't. This is before iPhones. He, I mean, you can always have an alarm. Can he just get an alarm clock? I never even said this during the podcast, but that whole note thing with your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, I'm like, ew. Yeah, ew. So, question numero dos. How much money did Aunt May give Peter for his birthday? To 20. To 20. 20. Because she's like, it's not much. You take it, Peter. That's what I get, like, from everyone. It's like 20. I don't know why 20 is just the magic number. 20 is just the number. I have one bill in my wallet, and that's all you're getting. (laughs) What did Peter do with the $300 that J. Jonah Jameson, wow, that's a mouthful, gave him for the photo of Spider-Man? He gave it to his Aunt May. He paid his rent with it. Betty Brandt took it. He bought a ticket for Mary Jane's play. Who's Betty Brandt? Betty Brandt? Who's Betty Brandt? Who is that? I don't know. I think he paid his rent with it. No. No, he you, I, he showed that he had $20 from Aunt May, and then the... Yeah, and he took it. Um, I think is Betty Brant the lady in the office? Because she said I gave you an advance. Maybe. Oh, I think Betty Brant did take it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that was her name. I didn't either. Because I don't think they ever said it. They always just call her the lady at the front desk. Yeah. So okay. Uh, Who introduced Peter to Otto Octavius? Otto Octavius. Okay, that's his name. I've been calling him Dr. Octagon. You're calling him Octavius. Dr. Like, Octavius. Dr. Octagon. Obtuse Angle. Like, I don't even know. Um, so who introduced Peter to Octa- whatever his name is? Harry Osborne, the mayor, Mr. Jam- Jameson, or yeah. Professor Connors? Um, it was Harry. Yeah. 
It's right. Connors that first mentions yeah. that he knows. It, it was totally the mayor because we totally met the mayor. Yeah, clearly. Why couldn't Peter get in the theater to see Mary Jane's performance? He forgot his ticket. He got in a car accident on the way. All the seats were taken. The usher wouldn't let him in because he was late. This is obvious. Yeah. The, okay, so the usher was actually the same um, guy who announced his name. Really? In the first... Yeah, it's the same that. guy. He made me laugh. He's like, oh, your shoe's untied. Your shoe's untied. I want to tighten that tie up, my boy. But you're not coming in. You ain't coming in, son. No. Read the sign. Read the sign. He's like, I'll stand in the back, but be quiet. You're not... You're not freaking coming in, my dude. Seriously. You were late. I mean, I totally get that. Like, when you... Ask someone who's been late to a sh- like something like that before. It's embarrassing to yeah. walk in. Like you have to walk the walk of shame because mm-hmm. the door is loud and it like lets light in from. Yeah. Oh, um, when Peter told his aunt May what happened on the night of Uncle Ben's death, how did she react? We literally just talked yeah. about this. She burst into tears. Did I just take your? T- no, I didn't. No, no it's tears. She went upstairs to her room. She threw him out of her house. She told him it wasn't his fault. She went upstairs to her room. How funny would it have been if she threw him out? She can't. I mean, she couldn't yeah. physically throw him out, but she went, get hey, out. How dare you not tell me that? She broke a hip. You you broke your grandpa's heart. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first thing that happened after Peter decided tempor- temporarily that he wasn't Spider-Man anymore? A building caught fire. A bank was robbed by Dr. Octopus. Dr. Octopus hijacked a subway. A guy was mugged in an alley. Um, I think it was the guy was mugged. Yeah, because he was still Spider-Man when the bank thing went down. By the way, Peter was so rude. He was, like, he didn't even bother to call the police or anything. I know. He just let that guy get mugged. I'm like, you're not going to pull out your flip phone Motorola and call 911 for a homie? (sighs) Jeez Louise. Okay, this next one's a true or false question. Wow. Only two options. Mary Jane invited Peter to her wedding. False. False. Because there's a scene Even, where her fiancé asked, do you want to invite your friend? What's his name? Peter? Peter? Peter Parker? She's like, no. She's like, screw Peter. He's a big, fat jerk anyway. And I'm like, oh, girl. <laughs> okay. Mary Jane, she got a touch of petty in her. Yeah. And I think, like, that's where I get my petty from is Mary Jane. Mary Jane Watson. How, uh... What deal did Harry make with Dr. Octopus for not killing him? To kill Spider-Man, to help him refinance Oscorp, to get him back with Mary Jane, to bring Spider-Man to him so he could kill him. Well, I guess it's to bring Spider-Man to him. I didn't understand the question at first because I forgot who I Harry know. was. I and now I know. I don't know why, but I thought it said Peter even though I said Harry. So I was like, what deal? Yeah. So what deal did Harry make? To bring Spider-Man to him. What it? What? Wait, so is it saying that Harry... It says, what deal did Harry make with Dr. Octopus for not killing him? So, remember Harry said, I'll give you the stuff or whatever. Yeah, is it to refinance? No, I think it's to bring Spider-Man to him. But it's Harry making the deal, right? He's like, I'll give you money for this thing. Oh, I think it is. I think it is to bring Spider-Man. Yeah, because I also thought it was to refinance Offscore, but I think they were fine. I I think this question is just worded weird. Yeah. Ooh, last question. What was the last thing? Oh, my God. I'm, like, shaking. I already know the answer. What was the last thing Mary Jane said to Peter? Good luck, baby boy. (laughs) (laughs) Go do what you gotta do, bro. Go get him, tiger. I just vomited. 
please come back to me. It's go. It's <laughs> go obviously get him. go get him. It's tiger. obviously good luck. <laughs> it's obviously go do what you gotta do, fam. <laughs> like I'll just be hanging out here. Okay, we gotta submit our answers. Submit my answers. This wasn't even hard. It was just that except that one question. Let's see how you did. Mama got a hundred. Wow, so did I. I'm just like college because um, I'm smart. Hello, yeah. Ravenclaw. <laughs> we we scored 150 points. What did we get? All y'all suckers who got a 70 freaking suck. I don't play says, or, I don't know. Wow, what a great score. Congratulations. Share this quiz and challenge your friends on Facebook. I'm not doing that. Guys, we did great. We did great today. We got a 10 out of 10 on our Spider-Man 2 quiz. We should have done one for the first one, but who knows? You know, we probably would have failed. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... Well, what would you rate Spider-Man 2? Spider-Man 2 for me... Hold on, I gotta think about it for a second. Mm, I'm gonna give it... 7 little country redneck boys with bad haircuts out of 10. I'm gonna give it... Eight Aunt Mays who don't recognize that Spider Man is Peter <laughs> out of ten. I'm gonna give it eight eviction notices <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> I'm gonna give it eight uh, slices of chocolate cake out of ten. I'm gonna give it twelve <laughs> academic probations out of twenty. So, if you guys like this podcast, please give it a like, give it a review, tell us what you liked about it, or what you didn't like about it, and if you want us to review anything next, even though we will be reviewing Spider-Man 3, Amazing Spider-Man, all those other ones. And if you want to reimburse me for buying a crappy DVD player that cut out like eight (laughs) times last night, just hit me up on Venmo. Seriously. I'm not even kidding. I'm not asking for money, but Taylor is. Just, you know, hard time. I'm just like Peter, can't get my job with Pizza Parlor. So follow us on Twitter, Courage and Doll. We post regular updates on there. I would say check out our blog, but honestly, I have not kept up with no, it. No, nobody reads. Few. Nobody reads blogs anyway, so it doesn't Listen, matter. Listen, I had five followers, not on ours, but on my. Oh, Facebook. okay. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.